0: Hi, welcome to Rock Your Life. I am so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much. This is a weekly show about finding your inner rock star, overcoming fear getting better and transforming your life into something more amazing than you ever dreamed. My name is Amy Edwards. I'm your host. I'm also a musician, an author, a radio host, a podcaster, a DJ, a mom, and a transformation and accountability coach. I'm into rocking life and transforming life. And I took up rock and roll music. That's what got this all started. I took up guitar and singing seven or eight years ago, around the age of 40. And since then, I've written, recorded, and released music that's pushed me to learn a lot about overcoming fear, getting more vulnerable, getting stronger and caring a lot less about what other people think, and in turn, you know, setting goals and building habits and just getting outside my comfort zone all the time. And that's what I do in these episodes. I walk the walk of what we talk about in them, and I'm here to tell you that it gets easier the more we do it. I've worked through all this to awaken in my own spiritual life, and that's just something that I continually work on. And I've created this show because I want to share and connect with you so we can all just keep getting better and work more on stepping into the spotlight in our own lives and overcoming those obstacles and fear and building better moments and building up our daily life in a way that adds up to reaching our dreams and goals with even little steps, because they matter. So we've got practical advice here for your daily life, achieving goals, habit building, and even branding, and just becoming better in every single way possible, because I want us to all get better together. So the show is an hour long, and it's divided into four segments with a focus each week. This week, our focus is voice. First, I talk about the week's topic and what I've learned. Next, there's an interview, and today we're talking to musician Jackie Vincent. She's based here in Austin and speaking out and being heard, and I'll tell you more about that in a bit. You can find her at JackieVinson.com or online at JackieVinson, V-E-N-S-O-N. Third is our affirmation segment called Go Aff Yourself with our affirmation maven and founder of stickwithit.co, Jill Faulkner. We choose a different one to work on every week. And fourth is BYOB, Build Your Own Brand, Brain, and Biz with Bijou Finney. She's a certified brand consultant, and we discussed how the week's subject relates to your brain and your brand and your biz. And remember, Bijou and I have a free PDF available for download too at slash downloads. And I always like to mention this at the top too. Transformation is hard but beautiful. And when we do the work like we do in these shows, we're showing life and showing the universe and all of it that we mean business. And so in turn, we get shown what we need to learn to truly grow. And while that ain't easy, it is worth it every single time and we come out more rocking on the other side. So let's get to it. Let's rock some voice. Voice. I made a lot of notes for this episode. (laughs) Voice is a hugely important part of my life obviously, right? You're like, yeah, we got that Ames. Uh, I'm super into it, but it's more than that. It's, I am attracted to people's voices. I've just always had a weird affinity for radio. Like seriously, since I was a child, I, you know, was always listening to the radio. Casey Kasem, Uh, there's some voices that I simply can't even, like I'm so sensitive to it that there's some that just grate on me that I just can't listen to. So I'm sorry, Natalie Merchant. I'm sure you're an awesome person. (laughs) All right. So I had a hard time coming into my own voice though. Um, I'm staying with Bijou right now this week in Virginia and we just just this morning, had a conversation about listening to ourselves. And she was like, how do you do it? And I was reminded that so many people hate hearing their own voices, her included. Is that familiar to you? I used to, too, for sure. And, you know, I can, I can easily remember those times where it's hard to listen back and you're like, ugh. Maybe nowadays on social media, we're more used to it. I don't know but most likely you get what I'm saying. Listening back to yourself is a very vulnerable thing. I came into it with radio and I did radio for a lot of years, but it was singing that is the most vulnerable aspect of my voice. And I really freaked out when I became a singer. Singing in public was so stressful for me at first. And I was in my late thirties when we started that girl band that I was in, the cover girls later, the Misses, And I had so much work to do because I, I started in there playing guitar. I didn't have to sing or sing backup. But once they asked me to start singing some songs and get on stage in that way, it was so vulnerable. I would cry and, and listening back or even getting in front of a mic. I was so, the nerves was just out of control. I was so scared of others hearing me and judging me. There's so much fear. So, I mean, how did I handle that? Well, First, I cried, right? (laughs) But then I decided to start training. I decided that in order to overcome it, I would just learn and actually develop some techniques to get around it. Really, it was as simple as that. And Voice lessons were hard too. My first voice teacher stressed me out so bad. I thought she just hated how I sounded. She wasn't very kind to me. (laughs) Or maybe, you know what, could be in the perception there. I don't know. Whatever. So I found a new one who I'm still with to this day. Thank you, Renee. And I trained my voice with her every single week. But opening that up was very scary for me and vulnerable. And I think there's a parallel in my life with that and with opening myself up to voicing who I truly am in the world and coming into that. It's it's a true and major parallel for me. As I've grown up and grown more as a human and as a woman and become stronger, I've said things that are hard, particularly leaving two marriages and saying those hard things. Oh my God, so hard. You know, one, I just remember saying, I'm not happy. And the other one I said, we need to live apart. And I was the one who did it. And getting those words out sometimes is so, so tough. And we all have to have these hard conversations sometimes. And I've just had to get older and get my voice stronger in every way, especially with men my parents were together. They stayed married. Uh, I came from a mother who spoke up and used her voice. She was a writer and a poet, and she used to take stands in the Methodist church. She was really involved with the Methodist church and speak out about their stances on things that she didn't agree with. And, um, she was also politically active and outspoken about that. And I heard my parents have, you know, discussions, uh, about politics or whatever it was. Uh, but I think my father was so grand and larger than life that I still got it in me to defer to men and i still struggle some with men and standing up to them and voicing my own opinion or even not my opinion but facts <laughs> i have a hard time voicing how i feel and with men and and i mean even lately I've had a couple of men that I've encountered in dating and they've had very different political views than I do. And I'm getting a lesson in not only voicing how I feel, but also listening to myself and not compromising on what I'm looking for in a partner. And that's a part of me that there's still a lot of work to do on for sure. But I really hit the parallel two years ago when I lost my voice over and over and it was so difficult devastating for me. It wasn't just physical either. It was emotional and metaphorical. It was my voice and my throat chakra. And that's the throat chakra is about speaking your inner truth. It's tied to expression and creation and purpose. And mine was just a wreck. (laughs) I, I probably like in 2018, I probably lost it 10 times or more that year. Isn't that crazy? I eventually had to have like a sinus surgery and do a lot of work. If you go back, and listen to those episodes of The Real Show, my previous podcast, when Jill and I started doing a series on affirmations, you can hear it. And I started to get really depressed over it. And I was going through a divorce, which was massively a part of it as well. And I had to learn how to speak up for myself and how to not even necessarily be heard by others, but to hear myself. And it was hard. This last divorce was really, really difficult. There were things thrown around that... I had a choice on, you know, I could not speak up or I could let my anger speak up or I could speak up and stand up for myself and my children when I knew it was right. And that's what I did. Ultimately, it was really scary and it was hard. And yet I'm really proud of myself for standing up and speaking up against treatment that was wrong. But the point is I did it and I got really conscious of how I was using my voice. Like, was it for truth? Was it for justice or blame, gossip, meanness, peace? And if it was for peace, was that coming at the cost of my own truth? Did I need to get angry, maybe, and voice that in order to make change, to be heard, to do what's right? My default setting is peacemaker and non-confrontational, like my whole life. But as the years have gone by, that has shifted. My own peace is more important and getting quiet and reflecting And listening to what's happening both inside and outside can strengthen that voice so we know our values and truth more and more and do what we have to do and voice what we have to voice. And I also just want to add that I want you to know that even though I'm saying all this now and saying it here recorded, and that I do what I do with radio and voice work and all that I do using my voice to to make a living, I still get nervous. I get nervous every week about doing this particular segment, about saying the right thing. Is it a mess? Does it make sense? Am I doing right by my guest or Jill or Bijou? I just, I get a little wound up in my head. And I get very nervous singing too. Let me just go ahead and get that out there. Just last weekend, this is, you're not going to believe this. Last weekend, I was sitting outside at a cafe in Dripping Springs. I was on a date. It's just, Dripping Springs is just outside Austin. And my date went inside and there were two guys outside, one of whom was playing guitar. And we were chatting and I said, I was a singer. So he asked, did I want to sing something? And I said, sure. And, you know, usually I get super freaking nervous but I just decided I would proceed anyway. And so uh, we. he suggested Fleetwood Mac. So I picked a song I already knew, Gold Dust Woman. I performed it before, but I wasn't warmed up. I hadn't rehearsed, <laughs> of course, um, and sang it in years. But I did it anyway. I was nervous, but I just acted like I wasn't. And literally, there were like three people there listening. But I was more nervous than, you know, hundreds on social media or being on the radio. And afterward, I was like desiring that validation that, oh my God, you have a great voice. I love that. Uh." And I didn't get it. No one said it. Not even my date. (laughs) He walked back out mid song and he didn't even say it. So I had to like, find like, okay, none of that matters, Amy. I love my voice. Let's review some past episodes on worth here. (laughs) Anyway, I just want you to know that it's not always a cakewalk for me. Okay. Anyway, all that said, let's get back to my intention. I find that intention and I'm getting better at and thinking through intention before any interaction or before any interview or before whatever it is I'm saying or singing and making this my default position. I go back to what is my intention in this interaction? What is my intention to say? What is my intention to come off like? Yeah. Like even in political discussions, that intention can guide me. My intention is speaking my own truth and standing in that, right? And still retaining kindness and an open heart. And also, before we get on with the episode, I also want to remind you that I'm still using that Think Up app, which records you saying your own affirmations. Like you can choose the affirmations, you can make up your own, and it's your own voice. And I just think there's so much power in hearing your own voice saying positive things. I'm using that thing all the time. I've replaced a lot of content that I listen to even. Sometimes when I go on a walk, I'll just listen to this just running over and over in my head. And I'll listen to my own voice Because I've been working hard on trusting myself and using my own voice to do that. And I think it's super powerful. And yeah, you know, I'm brainwashing myself into more self-love and self-trust. And my own voice helps with that. So I know that this was a lot packed in here today, but the big point is it's worth it. Because using your voice is doing right by you. When it comes down to it, that's what matters. That inner outer matchup and that right by you, what you can live with, and how you can sleep at night. What if you stay silent? Can you sleep at night like that? Jackie and I talk about that today. And we can try and do right by others, but if that's not aligned with our truth, then it's not the truth. It's not trusting ourselves, and it's not what we should be voicing. Okay, so let's get to today's episode. First up on the interview today is Jackie Venson. Jackie is a badass guitarist and singer-songwriter based here in Austin, Texas. And I remember clearly the first time I saw her play, and it was a who's that, she's a star moment. Like, love her and her talent. If you want to get to know her further, then listen to her live streams that she's been doing throughout the pandemic on her Facebook. They're excellent. Find her at Jackie Vinson on Facebook or anywhere, really, Twitter, Instagram. It's V-E-N-S-O-N or JackieVinson.com. You can also check out her music, of course. Her last album, Joy, is brilliant and available wherever you find your music. Also, she co-hosted on Austin 360 Radio with me last fall for a week, and there are a lot of fun excerpts from that on our podcast, The Best of JB and Crew. Anyway, I wanted to talk with her about voice this week because she recently spoke up about something a lot of people wanted to deny in Austin, and it was like this systemic favoritism in bookings. And then... Further with that was the racism in the bookings in the Austin music industry. And it led to her asking for an all-black lineup at Blues on the Green, which is a longstanding summer music event here in Austin. And at first she was told no by one of the main booking people and that there weren't enough headliner black artists to do that. But of course, that kind of statement goes much deeper, right? When people aren't given the same opportunities. And she kept standing up and calling this out and using her voice. And ultimately, they listened to her. And now they've asked her to curate an all-black lineup for their first Blues on the Screen, a live stream Blues on the Green event. And it will air July 8th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Anyway, I am stoked for you to hear our conversation. Jackie uh, says that throughout this, she just didn't have a choice about using her voice. She said she had to back up a public post that she had made and her fans were going to hold her feet to the fire on that if she didn't do it. And, you know, I asked, you know, have you done this before? And she's like, yeah. She talks about how many times she has spoken out before and been ignored. And this time she was listened to and how that came to be and how hard she's worked to get to where she is and how speaking out before, you know, made her a problem and people weren't willing to listen and this mentality of status quo up to now was just prevailing and she's finally seeing some change and she talks about the long list of you know why people in power don't want to give others opportunity anyway it's really interesting to hear how her community helps strengthen her voice And I think that's a cool thing about our culture right now. Like we're able to collectively use our voices to call out when people aren't true to their word or aren't listening. So anyway, again, find her at JackieVinson.com. And I'm excited for you to hear the interview today. On Go Aff Yourself with Jill Faulkner, we talk a lot about our inner voice and I brought up just the pivotal nature of affirmations and using them with my voice, like I talked about earlier. And my progression was saying affirmations out loud and the difference that's made in my life and what a huge impact this has had on me. And we get into the power of words and the universe and the work we do on crafting affirmations and how how much we take to heart the words that we choose for each affirmation. So I'm excited for you to hear that. And we ask one hard question too about our inner voice and our external voices matching up. This week's affirmation calls that into our work. It is, I find alignment in my internal and external voice. And remember that you can find Jill at stickwithit.co on Instagram or online or at underscore Jill Margaret on Instagram. And on BYOB with Bijou Finney, we talked about her recent life choices and the trepidation around voicing that with others and how she felt about that. We took that internal, external conversation even further and looked at it through a business context and how that can work when, you know, perhaps it's riskier. And I likened that to some custody issues that I've had. And she brings up just how sometimes we feel we have to hide parts of ourselves when we're concerned about managing our voice in a business context and how we can self-censor ourselves sometimes out of necessity. And then, of course, I talk about that damn newsletter too (laughs) and my fear around it and what's holding me back with that. So listen up for that. Remember that you can follow Bijou at Story by Style, that's Story X Style on Instagram. And you can see her Beautiful new farm where we've been recording from this week. All right, so let's get to it now. Let's get to the interview with Jackie Benson.
1: There we go. There you are. Do you want me to take the reverb off my voice?
2: You know what? Maybe <laughs> I can deal with it, but perhaps
1: people are gonna be like, Jackie, where are you?
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, you're is that calling better? Me a cave or something, yeah. I uh, do like,
1: hello. <laughs> I,
2: I was going to roll with it, though, you know, because, like, whatever. I don't, you know why that's plot, podcasts these days. That's what we have to do. That's,
1: can you imagine <laughs> hearing podcasts with reverb? I wonder if that's, like, a secret game changer that you we know, haven't figured out yet. I,
2: I can't imagine because I just did imagine it.
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. I know. Um, Man, thank you for saying yes to this. I know you're no, busy. Bye. No really, really uh, grateful. My intention when I asked you to do this was just that like you, you using your voice was so inspiring and it's hard. And I just wanted to show other people the value of speaking up and using your voice for what's right when it's really, really hard. And I mean, like I, reading Andy Langer's response finally and what went on, I got choked up and I, I still just thinking about it. Like I just, I was just really, really moved by it, Jackie. And, um, yeah, I was just wondering how you're feeling right now with that in mind.
1: Well, it's it's just like this has been the craziest year of my entire life and yeah. uh it's just another crazy thing on a crazy year. <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? Like yeah. that's how I feel about it. It's not it's not jaded, it's not like cynical, it's not any of that. It's just kind of like, man, I don't think I have the emotional bandwidth to keep reacting to stuff. <laughs> You know what I mean? I reacted to all like the first big thing was South by being canceled and then grappling with everything being canceled and then grappling with the tours being canceled and then grappling with the fact that the music industry was fickle the entire time and we just didn't know we got comfortable and then grappling with the terrible social unrest and the video of George Floyd. And then it's like, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to react to anything anymore. So do you
2: think that like, because of that, when like your emotions are like, when it's one thing after another, do you think it just makes it easier to speak out? Like when you're just like, I give less of a shit, you know, at that <laughs> point,
1: do you think it was easier maybe? No, I didn't have a choice. I had to yeah, say, that. I literally what you- didn't have a choice. Like I would have been a complete hypocrite. I literally sent out a post two days before that, two days before all of that went down in the paper. I put a post on Facebook calling out every town buyer in the city. You yeah, know, you did, so it's like I'm not gonna do that, and then get on this bill that was offered to me. That's gonna look horrible. I'm gonna go through a nightmare PR on the comments are going to eat me alive if my name shows up on this bill, which was the original bill that 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 was offered to me. I'm like Facebook and my entire everybody on Facebook is going to eat me alive if my name shows up on this bill two days after I put this post. Uh, yeah. Like, no both that. of the bands I was on the bill with, uh, barring everything else, both the bands I was on the bill with, including me, we had already done Blues on the Green before. So, like, if nothing else, I think Bob Schneider's done Blues on the Green three times now, or that would have been his third time. So, uh-huh. like, if nothing else, like, why do we keep booking the same bands, no matter what they look like? Why do we keep booking the same bands, period, on a bill, on a community event when we live in a sea of bands? You know, like, so if nothing else, take, take the whole diversity thing out of it and just look at that. I would have gotten ripped apart for that. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. just imagining having to deal with everybody's thoughts on the, on the timeline of things, me putting that post out and then me agreeing to that bill. Just imagining having to deal with that. Way worse than making a big hubbub and going up against the powers that be in this town. Way well,
2: worse. but, and you were forced to just be true to your own voice you know in that moment you were like I said it and now I have to like now I have to live put, it put my <laughs> mouth where my mouth my money where my mouth is literally, yes,
1: exactly. Right? literally my money I have to turn down gigs if they don't fall in line with the stuff that I just took a stance on absolutely or else I'm just gonna be like <laughs> I'm gonna be memed and I am going to be ripped apart for Facebook on Facebook guaranteed and heaven forbid it makes it to Reddit oh my yeah, god but-
2: but deeper you know what I mean? than <laughs> that, yes, yeah. But deeper than that, though, you know, deeper you would have, like you said, you wouldn't be able to sleep at night, like you know, and exactly, I, I, I wouldn't think, be able to sleep at night. No, you wouldn't. I mean, you did the right, right thing. Have you ever had anything like this before, where you've had to speak out or use your voice or had it be risky like this?
1: Yeah, but I was usually just quietly not accepted for the opportunity and quietly pushed away, and nobody ever heard about it, and it never happened. Yeah, absolutely. This is just the first time in uh in a really long time that people are actually willing to listen and not shut people Yeah, not shut people out.
2: You've been saying these things and people weren't listening and it wasn't
1: Yeah, yeah. I've been saying these things and either people weren't listening or Uh I said it and somebody was listening and they were like, uh, not gonna work with her, she's a problem. And I heard her talking about blah blah blah, she's a problem. Absolutely. She's one of those. She's an angry one.
2: <laughs> yeah. Of
1: course. That's Every year of my life up until this very moment, it's been like that. And every year of everybody else's life has been like that. You bring it up, you get fired. You bring it up. It's just like with police brutality. A good cop who, who wants to be an honest cop tries to bring up problematic cops in his department. What happens to him or her? They get fired. Yeah. It's like, it's the same thing. It's not just happening within this like window no. of a problem. It's, it, it's right. like this mentality where it's like, you're either with us and we do it the way that we've always done it or you're not. And we're going to push you out and ignore you and blacklist you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I did a lot of workarounds. I built my own platform, you know, after experiencing that for the first time a while ago, I was like, well, you know what? I'm going to make it so that I don't have to go through these people to get these gigs. I'm going to make it so that these people call me because they want my crowd. And uh, that's what I've worked the last nine years to be able to do. And now I'm free. And so now I can speak out. And now I don't have to worry about losing opportunities because honestly, I, they might need me more than I need them at this point. But that's it took, that's where it you took have a to lot get of work. It. Yeah, yeah it, it took a lot of work. And it, and it took a lot of emotional trauma realizing that that was what I had to do in the first place. I'm like, wait, so you're telling me that I have to go and do everything myself because otherwise the only other way I can get the exposure is having to go through these people who don't wanna work with me because I'm a problem or I'm too outspoken or I'm a woman or they have enough black people on the bill already. You know, you name it, just keep keep going down the list of reasons why people lazily don't wanna give new people an opportunity and uh, yeah. So I was like, oh great. I got like 10 years of work ahead of me getting around these people but it was worth it. Here we are.
2: Yep. Yeah. And you know, you're paving the way for other people. <laughs> I mean, making <laughs> yeah. it easier for other women like you. And, and just
1: people, people who are different People and people just who people don't fit into a box, you know? Yeah. I and do even know. the people who do fit into boxes, I want everybody, everybody should have a shot. And the only thing that should determine it is the talent, whether yeah. you fit into a box or not, if you're talented, you should have a shot. You know, we're not yeah. going to leave out the people who we've always loved and seen Obviously it's not like we're going to forget about all the people that we've promoted for the last, however long it's been kind of inequitable. You know, everybody just needs to be included is all, you know what I mean? Right.
2: Yes. I know exactly what you mean. Um, Um,
1: I want box people and out of box people. I want everyone.
2: Yeah. You (laughs) know, I had it, I had it on here. Like what if the turnout had been different, but like you just said, like you've already had the turnout being different yeah. Numerous times. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean,
1: yeah. Just um, before I didn't have the platform, I didn't have the platform to back me up and keep me uh, like a cushion me. You know, yeah. I didn't have that before. Now I do. The, the timing was all perfect. Not only do I have the platform also for the first time in a really long time, people are actually listening and not just pushing you away because you're making them uncomfortable. It's really, really a great combination of things that exploded into this, giant happening that we're talking about right now i guess we could call it a shift
2: i'm calling it a shift and i think people are a lot more willing to have uncomfortable conversations right now absolutely and uh that is a beautiful thing because that's where the magic happens for sure um did you think so some of this went down you know via facebook post do you think it was easier to use your voice in writing or perhaps in songs than to then do you use it like face to face or?
1: I prefer to put it in writing because then people can read it and then they can read it again and then they can read <laughs> it again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. It's not because I like, I do have a little bit of an insecurity about speaking in public, but at the same time, I also do a lot of interviews. So like, I, I believe in, my, I believe I can get through it, but sometimes I stutter and sometimes I don't use the right words or sometimes I'll say something weird or sometimes I like burp in the middle of talking and I just hate all that. I hate all that. I hate it all. And like, I just, it it amounts to like this thing where it's like, no, I don't want to do a speech. I'd rather do an op-ed. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, but Uh, that doesn't mean I'm not willing to step up to the plate. If I really have to do that, if it's going to mean a lot to whoever is asking me to do it or the community or whatever, if it means a lot for me to speak in public, I will do it, but I I won't do it without preparation time. Like if you, if you were to ask me to do it tonight, I'd be like, nope, Not enough time. I need like four days. (laughs) You
2: know what I mean? Oh, I do. Okay, let me flip this around just a little bit. Um, So, you mentioned that like there would be a lot of comments. You have a lot of, you have a very engaged following. And um, probably you get a lot of people talking at you and telling you things and stuff. So, do you have any like ways that you get in touch with yourself and maybe quiet the other? stuff you don't need to hear and find your own voice or tune into that a little bit more.
1: You know, it's a really good question because I've actually been struggling with that a lot lately because you don't want to get into an echo chamber. Like not everyone's going to like everything that you're saying or doing. So it's, it's important to like hear people out and I guess see people out when we're talking about comments, (laughs) but uh, it's, it's important to kind of stay in tune with how everyone is feeling. Um, It's really important or else you get out of touch. And then that's when like celebrities like that release, like really weird tone deaf stuff. The reason why that it's tone deaf is because they've been not being in touch with what people think about like all the stuff they're doing. They've probably been out of touch for years, maybe even decades. And so then they send out this terribly tone deaf, like, horrible post and then they get memed and they get made fun of right
2: yeah (laughs) and like
1: i don't mind getting memed as long as it's funny like a funny meme like i'm making a funny face and like people are like using it to to like you know have fun but like some people get memed because they say or do something really stupid and usually um it's hard not to do stupid things if you've been stuck in an echo chamber for a long time so what i what i do is i read every comment of every post i read comments every single day i never i hardly ever reply to them sometimes i do i used to a lot but now it's too much it's like a thousand comments on one post literally so i can't reply to every comment anymore facebook literally dings me for spam if i try like i literally can't facebook's like you're doing this one action too much and now we're going to limit your actions i'm so serious so, like, I can't reply to com- all the comments anymore. I can't even like all the comments anymore. <laughs> There's too many of them. So, um, I do read them all, though. Even the bad ones. I read all of them. And uh, even the mean ones. Because, like, the thing about meanness is that, like, I it doesn't affect me because that person's being mean for a reason that has nothing to do with me. Person's being r- mean because they're, like, miserable or maybe they had a bad day or maybe they just have had a bad life or maybe they're... Maybe they're struggling with a mental problem. You never know. When people are mean, it's usually for a reason that has nothing to do with you. So I don't really, like, mean words don't affect me at all. And also, like, my fans defend me in the comments like crazy. Like, just give it, like, ten minutes. You see a mean comment, just give it, like, ten minutes. Someone's (laughs) going to Like, somebody. So, like, I don't need to fight those battles. My fans actually fight those battles for me, and I'm very grateful. But I read every single comment on every single thing that I post. I even read the comments on the shares, like I'll click on the shares yeah. and I'll see what other people's networks are saying about the post. I do that all the time and it keeps me in touch. It keeps me knowing how people are receiving stuff. It keeps me knowing how the community feels, which is why I was able to tell you that if I would have accepted that bill, the original bill offered to me, my people would have ripped me apart because I've been reading the comments every day for years. And they would have been like, they would have taken a screenshot of my Facebook post. And then a screenshot of the bill announcement. And they would have been like, Jackie, WTF. (laughs) Yeah. I know they would have done that. I know they would have done that because I've been monitoring them and engaging with them for years. And they're Mm -hmm. smart. You know, people, people in the major industry have this habit of underestimating people, crowds, audiences. It's like, they're smart. Maybe not each and every individual one of them is smart. But as a collective, my crowd is smart. And they would have put two and two together and they would have ripped me apart. They would have been like, yeah. Jackie, you've always been a person who, who is true to your word. What is this? You know? And, and as they should have, because I have to be true to my word. That's why I said earlier, like I had to turn it down. It's a, it was yeah. absolutely no choice. I had to turn it down for like more huh. than one reason.
2: That's not quite the answer I was expecting. You know, it's like you are tuning into all these other voices and that helps you find your own. Like I would. Oh, a, hell yeah. I was it helps kind me of navigate. expecting, like, the opposite, you know? Like, no, um, it helps me I navigate. Like well, yeah. because
1: this world we live in is so multifaceted. There's so many things coming at us at so many angles. Like, here we are talking about, like, the diversity, in, um, the, the diversity problem with blues on the green and, all, and the shift and all the ripple effect of that. We haven't even scratched the surface of talking about COVID-19, which is still happening. and just got worse. It's right. like, I have to read everything. I have to stay informed in the comments of like makes makes it easier for me Pe- uh, people that's... like people are really eager to voice their perception of what's going on right now and that yeah, is they are. very very good information for me <laughs> it keeps me on track it keeps me navigating a very windy path that is 2020 2020 is an extremely windy path man yeah for everybody Dark turns and hills yeah. Drop-offs. <laughs> this is a crazy road we're on right now, and and I know. people's perspectives on things and opinions, even if they're hateful, mean opinions, they still help me navigate.
2: Yeah. Well, we're almost out of time. Is there anything that you feel called to share as we wrap up, or anything that you really want to say before we go about voice?
1: I want to be. I want to be uh, very mysterious. I want to say that a lot of really, really exciting things are going to happen the second half of this year when it comes to my career. Great. And uh, I'm stoked about it, and I'll keep you posted. So,
2: good. I love a little mystery, a little magic, <laughs> a little all mystery. that. You know I'm into that. So, yeah, exactly. Um, absolutely. Well, uh, I just want to say a big thank you. And um, just, I really am just so happy to see you and grateful that you said yes to this. And I'm um, any chance I can to do to lift up your voice, I'm here for it. So,
1: well, yeah. thank you it's very appreciated and thanks for all the work you've been doing i've noticed all the really awesome interviews you've been doing very consistently i know it's a lot of work but thanks it, it's like another tool we need in the fight for humanity so thank you for
2: that. i agree thank yeah. you very much i think it's my life's <laughs> purpose and so i'm well, looking yeah. for some mysterious magic myself jackie in 2020 so It'll here's happen. to that here's <laughs> to that I, I, here's well to
1: It's a crazy year. It'll happen.
2: (laughs) Yes, it will. Everybody can find you. Of course, I'll put up links at Jackie Vinson, V-E-N-S-O-N, and um, just much love. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you. Okay. So welcome to Go After Yourself with Jill Faulkner. Yes. And hello, Jill. Well, I guess first, let's say, how are you feeling about voice this week
3: I was interested in it because it just called into question um am I using my voice and how how do I do that and there's a lot of voicing going on right now in the world about a variety of of topics and concerns and issues um and there's still voices uh you know shouting good things too and so um I don't know I just thought about it in a lot of different ways um the internal voice was a big thing that came up for me. Um, just kind of based on the journey that I've been on in my relationship with myself. Um, you know, my, my inner voice, the voice in my head um, yeah. versus the voice in my heart. Um, yeah. Like so that. yeah. So what about you?
2: Oh, it came up. I mean, I've made so many notes for my intro already. And um, you know, one of the big things that came up for me with you was uh, how pivotal, like what you do, what you did and do was stick with it. And you're um, about affirmations and like, you know, we started doing rock your, I mean, the real show with affirmations, we did that whole series, if anybody wanted to go back and listen, but there's a, you know, time in there where I started saying them out loud. And I Mm -hmm. felt like you were just really um, instrumental, if you will, in, uh, in making that happen. And I really feel like that, made a lot of changes in my life and just using my voice to further my own, you know, uh, self-love and, uh, that kind of thing. So, which you would think I would have already done, but I really hadn't. And I hadn't, I hadn't been saying stuff out loud and I've just gotten more and more into that. So, um, so I kind of saved that in my intro notes. I was like, I'm going to save that to talk about with Jill, uh, because, the saying stuff out loud. And even last week you were like, I talked to myself all the time. So, you know, yeah. it's a big part of your life already. And it always was. And that was really influential on me.
3: Oh, that is a, uh, that's amazing to hear. Um, because it's just, you know, it's a practice that I know works for me. And so that's why the sharing of it is important is because, you know, it could really make a difference. But that's funny that you talked about that. Cause I didn't think of, I mean, I guess I talked about internal or thought about internal voice, um, or the voice in my head, but I forget that I actually use my voice when I speak to myself and speak through through things, right? Having talks to myself or with myself through issues and stuff. Um, But I hadn't thought of my voice in that context. Um, So that's really interesting. But yeah, I'm clearly using my voice to help me work through stuff.
2: And not only that, I mean, like, if you're questioning right now, if this came up for you, like, how am I using my voice? Well, you're using it on a podcast every single week. Mm-hmm. which I'm very, very grateful for. Like, I mean, you're using it. You're louder than many people. You've got a platform, you know? Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's interesting because that? I also took the stance of my No, no, because it's something that doesn't um, drain me. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> like it really fills me up. So I don't feel like I'm using, using my voice in, in the sense of... Um, it, it being emptying, against...
2: emptying it out, like right, know, like yeah, yeah. I get what you're
3: saying. Um, And I think just in the context of the times that we're living in, I question more. Like, am I using my voice enough? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sure. but the way in and I guess the way in which we use our voice is different for everyone. And so I using my voice in this way with you is still very important because this could affect listeners who are more active in movements or, um, you know, in, in fighting for cause and for change, right? Like I'm not out there in the protests and things. I'm not using my voice in that way. I'm using my voice in individual conversations and one-on-ones and things. And, you know, using my voice in, in this way with you is still using my voice. And I guess I just not do it, of and I love yes. it so much. Right, it's such an incredible experience each week. Um, I just never thought of it that way.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. you've been using your voice now for two two years. Yeah, since we since we met, we've been doing this. I, I guess let, honestly, <laughs> I haven't let you off the hook.
3: It, it feels like more. I get much more out of it every week then I think I'm giving to it. So I think that's why it doesn't feel like I'm using my voice is because I get so much out of it. Like I have revelations every week and I am learning so much. So I don't, I don't yeah, feel like too. I'm using my voice because I'm learning so much. And Actually.
2: So much. Well, I like that point. I feel the same way. And um, maybe that's part of using your voice. Maybe part of using your voice is that you just learn more than you realize you're going to learn. I, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of loud mouth people or whatever that like aren't learning and they're just voicing all their, you know, BS or whatever. But in our in our context, that's not the case.
3: Yeah. But I think that's really interesting to think about, though, too, is like just because we all have a voice, I think we have to be careful sometimes about what comes out of it. Um and I had written some notes too um Oh good great about list, like sometimes we do need to just listen. Yeah and you know what I mean like we don't always have to be using our voice um and something I thought about was like using it compassionately um mm-hmm. and then also to how we talk to ourselves um was a big one for me about voice. Yeah. Um or even oh, standing like, up for ourselves, advocating for ourselves and for others, right? There's so many different ways we can use our voice, but sometimes we do just need to listen.
2: Yeah, for sure. And um I just interviewed Jackie Vincent just now and like she touches on all all that too, and just listening and how she surprised me because she talked about how um I asked her like how she goes within and hears her own voice when she has a lot coming at her and a lot of engaged following. And she just said that um she said that actually she reads all the comments and that listening to all that helps her find her own voice and helps her stay with stay true to her own voice and i was like wow that's re- i thought it was very interesting too and really really cool that but it goes right back with what you're saying and really because it is about listening and really you know what what we're learning in these episodes and stuff does Vibe with that whole listening thing.
3: Yeah, and and I think paying attention to what we're saying too. So that was something I noted was I I stop myself uh, mid sentence or even when I'm journaling, right? Even though it's not a, a vocal voice, the written voice, right? Um, uh-huh. I stop myself if I'm going down a negative path or I start to to use different words than words I've previously used that. If I don't want to live in that past way, so I've got to change the words that I'm using. and so for yeah. me, there's also this relationship of being very cognizant of the words that are coming out of my mouth in my conversations to myself or about my life, um, and in general with people I tend to think before I speak. Um, yeah. you know it's okay to change the voice, like to change the words.
2: I like that. Let's, let's focus on words then for a few minutes. Um, Mm. I just read a post today. I really like this chick gala, darling. I don't know. You're not on Instagram right now, but anyway, she's a self-love kind of a guru type and, Mm -hmm. um, she's, she's pretty popular. I like her a lot, but today she wrote something that I, uh, I took a little issue with and not in a bad way necessarily, but just like, um, you know, it was about trusting yourself, but she was like, trust. And we've talked about this one, trust that what is for you won't miss you and trust, you know, like it was just, there was some negative words in there. And like, anytime I'm doing any affirmations or any trust work and stuff, I take them all out. Yeah, Like I'm so, I'm a freak about that. Even like, even here's one other example. Um, you know, I've been keeping this list of like my dream man, you know, like, and, um, what was I writing to Day something oh I had read something about you know does your dream man ever give you any doubt as to how he feels about you and ever leave you feeling confused like is that your dream and I was like ooh that's a good point you know Mm. I I want someone who doesn't doesn't leave me doubting how he feels about me and so but then I was trying to write that on my list and I was like wait how do I shift that around and make it positive because I didn't want the word doubt in there and I didn't want you know so I ended up writing I'm always sure of how he feels. And that he loves me and he lets me know, you know, so you feel solid in that. Um, anyway, yes, words matter. What do you have to say?
3: Yes, I think that's super impactful um, to, to make that shift. Um, yeah, I, I like the concept of what's meant for me won't miss me. But, right. you know, in my understanding of working with the universe, even if you put the won't, like it's still see and, and miss me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, what's meant for me will find me, you yes. know? And, and so, um, it's interesting that, that they would use that phrase. Um, cause I, the concept is really great, but the words are so important. So important. Yeah. And that's why even sometimes when I'm journaling, I'm like, this is silly. This is just for me. Like, you know, it's not a big deal if I use the word, um, whatever words I use, right? If I just, just need to get something right. off my chest, but it has changed the way that I, that I speak to myself or, or write. And I think it's important. And I like it um, because I want to fully shift to a different way
2: Yeah,
3: of I think it's.
2: I think it's just good too to, for us to point out that in these affirmation segments, we're real cognizant of that. And we are really mm-hmm. working to, you know, make these affirmations something that are always, always in that vein, always taking care with the words. So that's it. Yeah. What, uh, what you got for us for some affirmations.
3: You know, so I wrote some down and I'd, I'd love obviously um, for you to to let me know what you think. So, I mean, I use my voice, but yes. if, we don't, if we don't know what our voice is, then, you know, how do we use it? Or I had some question around that. It also felt like a super easy way out, right? Like I use my voice, like, okay, great. Like, but what am I saying? Right, right? So mm-hmm. then it was like, I find my voice. Um, oh, that's nice. That that I like because that's what I'm trying to do um, always. Is find my voice.
2: Me too. And I mean, obviously, especially with everything that I'm doing, you know, to find my voice in in the way that sits right with me and. Mm-hmm. That I feel real good about, you know. Scary yeah. Sometimes. So
3: it's like this public, um, like our public voice and our personal voice, and so I think finding finding those is really important. You know yeah. what we say to ourselves, what we say to others, what we say, you know, in the world,
2: um, hmm, and trying to align those. That's really important. It's important yeah. to me for my for my internal and external to be very very aligned. Is really I don't I don't
3: operate with much difference there um huh I like that and I well I like the concept of internal and external voices being aligned I do too I do too because so many times people aren't look at our politicians these days oh yeah I mean
2: I've heard so many stories what in fact when I went to um our big conference for moms demand action. I remember one guy that worked for every town that I was chatting with. And he said he had been working with different politicians for years. And he was like, said he got so fed up because their political stance was different than what they really believed. And he was like, I just couldn't take it anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's messed up. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, no, it's true though. And I think that you know, words not aligning with actions as well, but I like, I find my voice, but I like it in the context of this internal external voice. So okay. what if it, what if it was, um, I, I don't know if I want to use the word discover. Cause okay. fine. Like, I think we're looking for it in all the ways that we live, right? We are finding our voice. Yeah. So I find my internal and external voice and they are aligned. I love that. Let's do it. Uh, I, 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 feel I feel find it. alignment in my internal yes. voice. Yes. I got to write that one down. I'm writing it down on number two. There
2: again. <laughs> voice or voices, would that be plural or it would be voice, um, right? Singular.
3: I think singular.
2: I think singular too, because if because you're going to have them aligned, it's one and the same. Right.
3: Right. And, and that's, that's the thing is like, I, you know, when you, um, when you think about like work life or like work and personal people, people sometimes, sometimes ascribe to me, I'm, you know, who I am at work and I, who I am at personal life, but I'm not like they don't cross or intermingle, And that's not how I function. I am myself no. internally, externally with, with the neighbor, with the stray dog, with the, you know, the barista, like whatever it is, um, it is one voice. And, yeah. and I want people to be able to be that voice within the confines confines of their own space, but then also when they're in the world is to be that person. As yeah. well, so
2: yeah, I for sure. Is, I, I'm the, I'm the same way, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. You know, like so, yeah, So, yes, so exhausting to that. be different people. Oh my god, it sounds horrible, yeah. doesn't it? And what kind of an cast, example yeah. are you setting? Like, not a what, good. Would I, what would my kids <laughs> think? Yuck, you know, like yeah. uh, Well, we're pretty much out of time. Anything okay. to add? Anything else that came up for you? No, today? it
3: was it was really. I mean, again, learning a ton about how I feel about um you know the the theory the concept the theory the whatever of a voice and where it applies for me um so i'm grateful to use my voice in in this way
2: i love your voice and i'm thank so you. grateful it's here so thank you thank so you. much i mean i've learned so much from you over the years and just stoked to learn more and mm-hmm. keep listening to you
3: well the feeling is mutual Mwah. all right yeah how about go that yourself go after
0: yourself
4: We missed you last week for uh,
0: BYOB. Yeah,
4: thanks yeah. for giving me a little break. I you guess. needed it.
0: Yeah, I know. Um, so we're talking about voice this week. Um, it's kind of one thing. So we're here in your farm, and I feel like I've been more quieter here, you know, and so I've been able to hear my voice better. What uh, What do you think about that? Do you feel like that here? How are you feeling about this? Because this is. You know, different for your brand and for everything that you've done in your
4: life. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I feel um, kind of a little bit out of sorts. Yeah. Um, I feel happy and fulfilled and excited. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of like culture shocked a teeny bit. Oh,
0: I think that's probably going to get more so. Yeah. yeah. Did, okay, let's back up. Too like when you told people when you voiced that you were doing this did you find like nervousness or trepidation around that about the choices the life choices you were making Mm -hmm.
4: oh yeah Uh, I could I could hear it in people's voices and uh speaking of voices I've had so many more little voices in my head than ever before (laughs) uh and Especially like the first night that I was here, I I was kind of like shocked at how much my inner chatter was going nuts. Really? Oh, yeah.
0: Do you think that was just it slowing down or was it just like,
4: well, I think it's a little bit of, uh, well, two things. So one is I think that I was probably having a little bit of a panic attack just because it was like so different than. Uh, what I was used to and it was finally real and then the other side of it was I'm used to a really loud city with a lot of things going on Mm -hmm. and I think my body needed to adjust because when you get out to the silence of nowhere you you sound a lot louder internally (laughs) than when you're in this city and you're like kind of competing with all the other sounds
0: yeah I've noticed that since being here for sure yeah
4: your internal is
0: a lot louder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, let's let's just talk more about voice. So I made some notes when we were just kind of discussing what we were going to talk about the other day. Um, first thing, so, I mean, I don't think you're one to shy away from using your voice.
4: No, I mean, sometimes I am. Uh... You...
0: I was reminded of something that you posted on Facebook. You reposted something on Facebook a few years back, and you got a lot of backlash. Remember that? Uh-huh. I can't remember what it was, but it was a controversial post. And um, did that affect? Oh yeah. How you used your voice?
4: Well, so it's really interesting. Um, I've always struggled with what I what I can be outwardly, uh, and how I can speak my mind. Um, ever since, especially that point um because this is
0: just real quick this is good on the heels of go after yourself because jill and i our affirmation this week is about um internal and external voices matching Mm -hmm. and i it made me think about that in business too oh yeah right because yeah
4: so when i guess i started my business pretty young and so i hadn't learned the uh, lessons yeah you did for sure yeah the lessons of Um, Unfortunately, you can't speak your mind um, and sometimes have a business because people can uh, get really upset at that opinion and then choose to not utilize your brand or your business. Um, I mean, and, you can do it and I think well, it's important once, once to Once you're do older, it, um, you, you kind of understand that you should let your freak flag fly so people can find you. But when I was a budding business, I needed everyone's like support. Yeah. And, <clears throat> and so like, I, I don't know, I, I also struggle with like thinking about things that I think would really help people, but that are um, not normal in society and what will certain people think of me. Like, like what do you mean? Like, for instance, uh, I think that it's really important that we talk about sex in a different way for all for all people in all ages. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I think that psychedelics are really important um, for people's mental health. Oh, I got you. So, So, like, I never... Sometimes I feel scared to publicly speak about things that I think will make a big difference in our society because um, there really is such this, like, polarized... Like, I'm afraid that people that I do love, like some of my favorite clients or some of my family members or some of my boyfriend's family members might, like judge me because they don't know all of the back end or how I really feel about something and they might just take a sentence that I've posted oh I I feel the exact same
0: way that just brought that up that I hadn't even really thought about in relation to voice and that's like I feel the same way not necessarily in a business sense like I would be so much open in what I do but in custody you know like I've got two kids with two different guys and they could take something the wrong way and it could be taken in front of a court, you know, or something. Like if I feel a certain way about, you know, psychedelics Mm -hmm. or of those things, which if people know me, they know how I feel.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so it's scary. That part's scary, yeah. And it makes you feel like you have to hide yourself. It makes you feel like you can't use your voice as much as you want. And Hmm. um, the not having like a public facing like the store anymore I don't have the boutique anymore yeah and so that helped a little bit because I don't have to be everybody's cup of tea now um especially with some of the directions that I want to go in in the future I think voice and speaking your voice are so important in in different levels to different people. And to me, it is so important that I'm going to have to change my life in order to, like, fit that. So, like, I'm going to have to have the type of business or the type of job or the type of lifestyle that allows me to speak my mind about things. Yeah. But if I, if I worked at a corporate job or if I had, like, certain things, like, they would affect how I could talk, right? Yeah. So I, I think that's been a big lesson growing up. And um, I wish I wasn't the type of person that feels like I'm dying a little bit inside when I don't speak my mind, but I, I I'm am. glad you are. I mean, like, you yeah. you know, I but think I, that's important. But it's kind of like, who, who cares what I have to say? But sometimes when I feel like... I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the listeners do. <laughs> well,
4: and, and that's when, like, I feel like sometimes when what I have to say might make a difference for good in the world, then that's when I want the ability to be able to use my voice. Yeah. Me too. Me
0: too. I know. And sometimes I feel a little like self-censored in these types of things, Mm -hmm. like and just around things that could affect me as a mother or how I'm perceived Mm -hmm. by in a, you know.
4: And another thing that I want to bring up before, like not to go on a tangent I don't
0: care go um, on a tangent
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's kind of like we're growing and changing so much as people in in even a year right a year can can foster a huge amount of change oh yeah (laughs) so like why would you judge someone on their um stance or opinion because you don't know the back end of why they might be feeling a certain way so like I've been trying to not judge certain people on their opinions at the moment because I don't know why sometimes they're they're saying some of those things. And I know it's hard, but if I want the same respect, then I have to be giving certain people a little bit of a wide berth or at least ask them why they're thinking that way mm-hmm. rather than a conversation, rather than judgment. But um, And you'll know pretty quick if they're willing to do the work to understand why they feel that way yeah, you know what I mean exactly and if
0: they're not then it's like okay whatever yeah
4: and I'm not I'm obviously not gonna put too much work into it but like if you are gonna there's some people that put a lot of work into me and I'm like if you don't like me or like what I'm saying then why are you giving me so much of your energy like just mm-hmm. it's so easy to hide someone nowadays what do you online like oh on, yeah on Facebook right Instagram just hide me yeah, like, just hide it. Yeah. I don't understand don't why you at it. give me so much of your energy. Mm-hmm. And like be in a combative state with me. Because I'm just like at this point in my life, I'm not interested. Me either. I definitely was in the past.
0: <laughs> I I I don't even know that I was so much because it really made my blood pressure rise. if we were talking about something politically charged, mm-hmm. and um, which I do, obviously. I'm an advocate for better gun laws in the U.S. But, um, you know, people would get real fired up oh yeah (laughs) no pun intended and um and i just wouldn't even read their comments yeah (laughs) which is you
4: know probably not great but sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do for your mental health i guess so and your blood pressure and your blood pressure
0: so um back to business Mm -hmm. um You know, I've been talking about my stupid newsletter, which I still haven't done this week. Last week I was like, "Up doing it. And I, I, well, I've got a couple days left, so maybe I can just bang one out today. Um, So anyway, maybe I should. And, um, you know, I realized one of the things about it that's hard for me. It's kind of like, it's kind of like when people stop wanting your business, you know, because of your voice, like what I'm doing is all about what I'm saying. And one of the things that I realized is like my settings are set to where I, um, get unsubscribe when people unsubscribe, it like notifies me. And that like hurts me a little, you know, like I, um, I think that there's sometimes people that don't want to hear your voice. And anyway, that, that's all I was just going to say about my stupid newsletter that we keep talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, no, my awesome newsletter, I mean, yeah. Awesome. Words matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, I don't know when people don't want to hear your voice, it can just be a little, I think that's holding me back. I think I've got some fear there.
4: Yeah. You know, what's really interesting is I really like that sentence because, what sentence? um, like not people not wanting to hear your voice. Uh, and I think that, um, in so many aspects of my life, I've realized lately that people just want to be heard. Um, even sometimes, if they don't make sense or it's kind of like not really helping the situation, just sometimes giving them a little bit of a an outlet to be heard or yeah, um, also not, and it's probably not even personal.
0: A lot of yeah. times, maybe they just have too much shit in their inbox.
4: Yeah, yeah, and and that's the <laughs> thing. T- truly, um, I think it's like a. Make room for people that you do want to hear, or at least that you do respect enough to give them the courtesy of like letting them be heard. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean you have to open yourself up to everyone and and anyone. And that means that you have to be okay with people not wanting to hear your voice too. Yeah. And it's it's a hard right. It feels bad. And I bet there's a way to turn those notifications off. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Maybe that's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, if there's anything that it's self-doubt is already so prevalent, whether we have those little things or not, Mm -hmm. and all those little things that add to it are not going to make it any easier. So why even look at it? Like, what benefit are you getting out of knowing that a bunch of people unsubscribed or one or two? Yeah, yeah. You got to no. keep rolling no matter what. I know. I know. And I, I know that. All right. We're getting close to time. So uh,
0: what else came up for you around voice? Anything else you want to add before? You You did say something when we were talk- just lightly talking about this before we recorded. You said, looking back at your life, you feel like sometimes if you do speak out, you get like slapped up about it. And if you don't, you regret it. And um, yeah. Yeah.
4: I don't know. I think lately uh, there's been a lot of voices, a whole lot of voices. Yeah. And um, I think that growing up, you realize when you're supposed to just shut up and listen and be respectful. And then sometimes when you're supposed to speak up, um, I do think that there is some beauty in so many people speaking up together now about... Uh, The fact that things haven't been going uh, well, like, for everyone. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I think that, I don't know, it's hard to unify voices, but I think everyone's doing a really good job, and I'm really interested to see how the rest of this year and couple of years unfolds, um, because the Internet gives people the ability to get their voice so much further than before. So um, I always wonder if humans were supposed to have this, right? like maybe it's supposed to just be like people in my town know what I think and that's it. Um, But now it's just like I'll hear someone from across the country say something and and I'm like I have no idea what life is like over there and I have no idea what culture is like over there. So then it shocks me and I think that all those people are idiots and then I'm like (laughs) no, what if they think I'm an idiot, right? Because I'm like this Texas girl that thinks this way. So like I think that we just – With this uh, heightened voices, with this ability to get your voice further, we have to also have empathy and respect for maybe what's behind that voice. Yeah. Okay. I like it.
0: I'm down with that 100%. So, okay, cool. Everybody needs to see your farm, and it is up on your social media. So, it's so beautiful. And I'm so glad to be here this week and recording from here in uh, the great state of Virginia. Virginia. I don't know. Great state, I guess. Uh it's It's beautiful (laughs) it is for lovers and it is so beautiful here so um thanks again everybody follow you at story by style story x style or facebook i guess it's really funny um thanks yeah Okay, so there's a resource roundup of everything we covered on my blog at amyedwards.com slash blog. You can go there and find links to whatever we mentioned in the episode. And there should be a link to that blog post in the episode description, wherever you're listening. Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, thank you, especially to our guest, Jackie Vinson. Remember that you can find her at Jackie Vinson, dot ncom or online anywhere. Just go on Facebook. She's Easy to find there or on Instagram at Jackie Vinson. And thank you, of course, to our regular Rock Your Life contributors. Jill, you can find her at underscore Jill Margaret or at stickwithit.co on Instagram or online. And of course, Bijou Finney of BYOB. You can find her at Story Story by Style, X Style on Instagram. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with me, voice your thoughts with me, <laughs> then of course, I'd love to hear from you. Write to me at amy at amyedwards.com or find me on Instagram at realamyedwards, where I try to post uh, stuff about the episode throughout the week. And don't forget... If you rate, review, subscribe, that all really matters. Share with a friend if you feel called to do it. It does matter. And I'm super, super grateful. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here today. This has been Rock Your Life with Amy Edwards. Uh, I hope you find time to maybe get quiet this week and find your voice. That's what I did this week. Or maybe you do it like Jackie does. Maybe you listen. Or maybe you do it like Jill. Maybe you sit with your inner voice. Or maybe like Bijou, you find an outer world that matches your inner one. Whatever it is, this is a great time for that reflection and for finding our voice. What are you voicing? Is it your truth? (laughs) Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Peace and love and health to you. Till next time.